0: the border I was cautioned to surrender This I could not do I took my gun And vanished.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to the show As you know, this is Reservations We're your hosts, I'm Jeremy Blair And I'm Rain so Wayland. Hi buddy, this is, um, children, but this is This is going to be a good one I'm excited, but yep. before we get started we saw Candyman this weekend. Yes. And it was dope. I really enjoyed it. Uh, yes. Like
0: if anyone recounts my uh, last week, well, two weeks ago, of uh, being so excited I was dreaming about it. Yeah, man, it was, it, was, it was awesome. It was
1: really, really good. I You know, there were a lot of things we really loved about it. I think that I think the consensus was the cinematography was amazing. Yes. The um, the flashback, quote, in quote, sequences... With the marionettes. Little, yeah, with the little thing. paper marionette things were just awesome. So, oh, no. yeah. Er, you gotta go see it. Go see Candyman. Yeah. Go see Candyman. Uh, and of course, for me,
0: uh, adding to the lore is what also was just like, oh,
1: yeah. yes. I mean, yeah, it was super, super good. Really excited. Also, those of you who cannot make it to the movie theater, um the green knight has dropped on itunes to be rented um, yes so yeah,
0: yeah it's being heavily promoted that you can rent it right now yeah right now Do so, it now. turn us off and go rent the green Knight.
1: yeah yeah go watch the green knight if you can it's uh on itunes to, and you know on amazon and things like, to be yeah, rented. i think so. it's everywhere i think you can yeah. rent it anywhere cool so uh in case you didn't get to see it so, that's, yeah. uh, those are the two things I wanted to promote before we start Well the then, Well, then I have one more thing to promote. Okay, one more. Yeah. Uh, relative
0: to this recording, uh, any of our fans out there who are Kanye fans... Oh, God. <laughs> Donda is finally out. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of Kanye. Not as a person, but as a musician. I think his music is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Even his gospel album, Jesus is King, is just awesome yeah he had no reason to go that hard um, but you know I think the whole allure of this album is how much it's been pushed back and how much he just haven't hasn't really said anything about it yeah and then sure enough like today I'm checking uh, Twitter and uh, <laughs> an account I follow says it's dawn to time and I was like is it, is it out now and so far I haven't listened to the whole thing because there's 27 tracks. 27, that's so. many. Yeah, it's uh, a lot. But so far, it's it's phenomenal. Like it's really good. Right. Um, I don't know if this was intentional, but it's not explicit. But there's parts where you can hear that things have been edited and censored. That's weird. So I don't know if that was intentional or you
1: bought the clean album. But there's think? not an explicit one on iTunes. Okay. So
0: Oh, and you have to buy it to get the all the tracks. So <sighs> okay. it's the only downside.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. So, oh, and the other thing I'd like to promote—we finally have like a little bit of extra lighting in here. Yeah, those of you who are watching the YouTube video, we do yes. have some uh, some really cool. What, what is this? Like Just string lights, string lights, strip lights, whatever. Oh, strip light. My bad. Is that what it is?
0: Strip Str- lights. Those are string lights. I'm pointing off camera. I oh, guess. okay. Those are string lights. Those yeah, are, this is
1: pretty cool. I like
0: it. Yeah, I've been wanting to do this for a while now. Um, I actually wanted to put it on the back,
1: but it didn't look as good.
0: But, well, it wasn't going to stick properly. God. And so, I was like, well, I guess it's going to have to go on the side. Hopefully, no one sees it. Yeah. And so far, what I can tell is you can't. You just right, see yeah. the light. Yeah, yeah, Um, And also, to the people watching the YouTube video, I may seem further back than Jeremy. It's because I don't have a pillow behind me. It's because my lower back has been killing me the last, like, week and a half. Yeah. And this feels more comfortable. Feels comfy. <laughs> so. Comfy. But anyways. All right. Back, so, to... The actual episode
1: Yeah Uh, Palm Springs Palm Springs This is your pick Yes Uh, So I will let you get it started Okay Um, Palm Springs Why Palm Springs? So the reason why I wanted to do Palm Springs uh, Not I mean again
0: Using my loose uh, Strange films concept I mean it is a little strange Just in the sense that our characters are Trapped in a time loop Yeah but truly like thinking about this one really more so than like groundhog day really makes you think about like what's going on outside of the loop
1: and i also like to think of you know we'll get to it but there there are things about time loops that i think could be treated as way darker Oh, yeah. You know, uh, I think Russian Doll kind of taps into some of that a little bit. And buckle up, there's going to be a lot of Groundhog Day references and yeah. comparisons to this because, you know, that's the most famous um, time yeah. loop uh, movie. Yeah, I mean, it drove a wedge between Harold Ramis and Bill Murray. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's how good it was. Yeah. Groundhog Day is great. I love Groundhog Day. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I also really like Palm Springs. So, yes. Uh
0: what was your first impression when you saw the first
1: trailer of it? Um, Did you think, or were you like, okay, this will be good? Or you're like, I don't know. I'm trying to remember, because um, it must not have been a very strong reaction, because I don't remember. But uh, I remember being sort of like, oh, okay, that'll, that'll be fun. yeah right? It'll be fun. It'll be silly, because I saw Lonely Island was a part of it. And I was like, okay, so mm-hmm. it's going to be like goofy and silly. And it really wasn't. This isn't as goofy and as silly as you yeah, think. Yeah,
0: which I think is
1: what... I think that's, that helps it.
0: You know, yeah, all three of the Lonely Island guys, Andy, Akiva, and Yorma, produced it.
1: But they didn't write and direct it, right? Which, yeah. You Which know, makes it less silly and less goofy.
0: Um, reference either Hot Rod or MacGruber, everyone, and then you'll see what we're talking about. <laughs> I when. <love> Hot Rod. <laughs> so, well, so do I.
1: It's great. but Or Popstar.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. I have almost forgot about Popstar. I yeah. went with MacGruber just because MacGruber is the most ridiculous love, movie. Uh, yeah, I really like MacGruber a lot. So do I. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, w- reference those three movies if you want uh, a difference between a movie they just produce versus a movie that they write, produce, and direct. Right. But anyway. Uh, but yeah, you know, I, I remember seeing the trailer, and as soon as I saw Andy Samberg, I was like, oh, it's cool. okay, it's going to be a kind of goofy comedy, which... I know Andy can act, because I've seen a few kind of dramas he's been in, and he's been awesome. Mm-hmm. So I know he can act, but I could tell. I was like, okay, it's going to be kind of goofy. And then my first impression from seeing the trailer was like, okay, maybe this this might actually be
1: really good. I'm trying to remember her name. Milani? Uh, Chris? We're, you know what? This is the beauty of editing. We'll put it right here. Okay, great. Um, this is uh, who plays Sarah. So... In- uh, I'm a huge fan of hers because, uh, you know, she was in How I Met Oh, spoilers for How I Met Your Mother. She's in How I Met Your Mother. Yeah,
0: she, she's revealed to be the mom yeah. in How how Ted Met the Kid's Mom.
1: But I think I really got to see some of her acting chops in The Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, oh, that's she's in right. that. She's in The uh, Wolf And then she's in an episode of Black Mirror that is and Then bad. she had, She bad. was in a brief little show right
0: after How I Met Your Mother called from, I think it was like, from A to Z or something like that. Oh, I don't know. And it was like a rom-com and kind of show. And now she's
1: on a limited series on HBO that I have not... Oh, uh, yeah. That I have um, not seen
0: it. I can't think of the name, but you know what? It's the beauty of Future Rain editing this. <laughs> he can put up the name or posters on the Yeah,
1: and But so yeah, she's great. I'm, she I'm is. Yeah, she, she really is. I,
0: You know, for me, seeing her and How I Met Your Mother, I could tell. It's like they really... They picked someone special and seeing her kind of break out from what I first saw her in in this I, I was like okay yeah this is this is
1: gonna be good yeah it's a bunch of fun um okay time loop I, I love that we jump in and Niles is already in the time loop but he's yes. been in it
0: yes and I love that we don't even know how long he's been in the loop right He just knows that he's content with, I'm here forever. Yeah, pretty much. And as he says later on, he just doesn't want to live life with very much effort anymore. Just doing the bare minimum, scraping by, because I'm stuck here. Right. Might as well just... Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I like that, you know, someone is already experiencing this time loop. This isn't like... A a groundhog day situation where um, the time loop doesn't exist until our character is in it, right? Right. Um, One of our main characters is already in the time loop, and his behavior is explained retroactively through learning he's in a time loop. Yes. Right? Like knowing everyone's dance moves already, you know, right? And just being as you know, super casual and super smooth and, you know, just doesn't give a shit yeah, about anything or anyone or whatever, right? Um It's really Sarah that is the main character and is the audience getting to, you know, discover the time loop through mm-hmm. her.
0: And, you know, and it's just so interesting that now, you know, when Sarah gets in the loop, that's when we can really see it from her perspective of now she's in it. And has to navigate where Niles is pretty much like, well, you know, this is it. This is it. I mean, I love how he explains it to her. Like, so today is today. Tomorrow is also today. And Yester was, yesterday was today. <laughs> and she's like, but I want tomorrow to be tomorrow. And he's like, yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> just because he's just so like. Yeah. He's pretty content. Yeah. And he... and to his credit he's trying to help her but using the whole using his his attitude of well i don't care doesn't really help someone who's like well wait i don't want to be here right so of course it she has a harder time accepting it for a while yeah until she pretty much becomes niles and is like okay well who cares right but um but yeah, man, that's something that I always loved, is that Niles, we don't know how long he's been in there. Yeah. He's already in it, because we don't even know when he discovered the cave. Right. Um, And the filmmakers are just like, well, you know, just accept it. Like, Yeah. He's already in it. Just deal with yeah, it. Yeah, that
1: was a good idea, to, ha- to write that character as, you know, already been in it long enough to have gone through what we would later see Sarah go through, mm-hmm. and just be like, you know what? It. right yeah
0: i feel like it had had they written niles the same way sarah as they discover it together i feel like it wouldn't have been it's not the same you need to, yeah. you need
1: someone to walk someone through it and you know try to be like everything's okay you know we're but, stuck in this thing but we're stuck here yeah it's <laughs> gonna be okay nothing matters
0: um yeah and and i love niles's whole nothing matters approach uh and he's just so nonchalant about everything like when so like when you know we'll just go ahead and kind of jump in a little bit of yep. Sarah's now in the loop and yep. she's trying to figure out how to get out yeah and she's like well where's the cave and he's like oh it's you'll have to wait it's not here yet and then he, <laughs> he does his whole that bit yeah I am the antichrist <laughs> and then like he's like cause the ground's shaking and he's like I'm kidding. There was no God. And then he's like, yeah, but, you know, there's the cave right there now. Yeah, cave's right there. Because it just shows, like, he's lived this day so much. He knows when to snap to make it seem like, oh, yeah, like, hey, I just made this happen. Right. I'm kidding. It's always going to happen. Right. You know, um, which is another reason why I wanted to talk about this movie, that he has gotten it down to a science as we're... Because Sarah asks a very important question, and in that scene especially. If I go in there, will this day end? And he goes, yeah, for you. Because then Ashley, Ashley was kind of half watching it with me last night, and she asked a good question. She was like, wait, if Sarah went in the cave and the day reset, what about Niles? I was like, well, it's a, what I would assume is for Niles in that moment, his day is still going to keep happening. Yeah.
1: And then when he resets, he's going to catch up to her. Right. It's just <laughs> Yeah, she just makes it before he does. Yeah. Right. But not really because they ended up waking up at the same time. So it's it's like, you know where he has a day full of memories, she will only have half of a day. Yes. I think is how it works. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just so wild to think about. Yeah, it yeah, it's a it's a head scratcher and it's uh It'll make your head hurt, you know. It,
0: it, it almost makes me, you know, think about – think back to our – shout out to our predestination episode. Predestination. Just like, you – because you really have to think about, like, wait a minute. And and that's another thing that I love is that Niles knows, like, yeah, if you go in there, your day is over. So, for you, it's done. Yeah. And your day resets. But for me, like, I can just keep going. Yeah. But, you know, Ashley also brought up a good question. She's like, but if they're both in it together – and her day resets, wouldn't that mean his day resets? I'm like, well, no yes and no. Yes, his day will eventually reset. But he's going to keep living until it's time for the reset for him. Yeah. And... It,
1: I know. So, like, it makes total sense to me that, mm-hmm. you know, they'll both wake up at the same time. But her day was shorter. That's the only difference. Yeah. Right? Um, because it's like, you know, if you want to think about, like, in, every time they die... Yeah. Or you know, every time they just fall asleep because there was a at, near the end where she's in that coffee shop, she falls asleep and has to, and wakes up again at yeah at, right um so it's almost like you know it's tied to consciousness, uh, which is what most of them are, right Most yeah. of these uh time loop stories are um built around the idea of you have to be conscious to live out your day or not even you could keep going because uh, in J.K. Simmons' case, uh, they didn't let him sleep, and so. Yeah. But I feel like he didn't keep going to the next day. I feel like it still reset him at midnight, maybe. I don't know. know. <laughs> they didn't go into detail on that.
0: See, so okay, so this is why I wanted to okay. talk about this movie because. So, spoiler alert, J.K. Simmons is in the movie. Oh,
1: I love his character so much. Oh, and Roy? I just love he's how, the best. just like, ah, you suck, Roy! You know? You're a sick fuck, Roy! <laughs> <laughs> and he just gets shot with arrows. And the, the fact, it's it's the purest kind of vengeance where he it, knows, he knows like, it doesn't matter. And so he's almost doing it for fun, right? Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, I don't know, that's the purest... Kind of vengeance to me, the purest kind of hate, where you know it's not going to make a difference to kill him, but you do it anyway. Right. <laughs> it's just the act of doing it, you know. I love it. Yeah.
0: So here, let's tell the people before before I give my two cents on J.K. Simmons. Let's yeah. tell the people where this movie takes place. Sure. Uh, it takes place in Palm Springs, California. I had to look that up okay. because because if you Google just Palm Springs. It'd either pull up Florida or California. So I was like, all right. Which one is it? Which one is it?
1: It has to be California because they're closer to Texas than.
0: Yeah, uh, because uh, uh, Sarah's character is from Texas. And one of her days, she drives all the way home to Texas. And I looked it up 17 hour drive. (laughs) But anyway, uh, so they're at this wedding for Sarah's baby sister. Uh, She's getting married to Tyler Superman.
1: And <laughs> they're kid, not gonna know he's super. How about how about John Tucker must die or, or uh, a, a the kid, deeper cut? The kid from Road to Perdition. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: or I mean, I'm sure some of our
1: I'm sure li- they do.
0: I'm, so, I'm, I'm sure our listener out there has watched the CW at some point. <laughs>
1: at some point in their life. Yeah. Uh,
0: anyway, and so Niles is dating one of the brides, uh, one of the uh, um, not bridesmaids. Yeah,
1: yeah bridesmaids. bridesmaids.
0: Yeah, bridesmaids. He's dating one of the bridesmaids, Misty, which I love. That it always comes up, Misty's boyfriend. Misty's boyfriend. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no one knows his name, um, which is even funnier. By if you think about how many days he's lived, they still don't. They'll right. never they, know they will his never name. They never know his name. He's just Misty's boyfriend. Anyway, um, and J.K. Simmons' character Roy is the oh, he's cousin like cousin of the groom's. Dad, it's Yeah, it's weird. He essentially he's like the the far distant cousin that you meet at the family reunion once and yep. that's it. Well, Niles parties with Roy, uh as he puts it, this was the early days when I was still kind of getting a feel for everyone. Um and they they party together, they do cocaine. Yeah. Like it looked like a good night. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it looked like fun. And then like, and then Niles, hearing Roy say, like, I don't want this day to end, takes that in his drunken, drugged-out state as, let me show you the cave real quick. But to his defense, he did try to stop Roy at the end. He's like, wait, Roy, wait. Uh, because now Roy is stuck in the time loop with Niles, yep. but Roy has a family. Yeah. And this is where the movie kind of gets a little sad. Uh Roy's never going to see his kids grow up. Right. Which really sucks. Yeah. Uh, But of course, Roy learns a lesson and we'll get there. So yeah. So Roy, upset with his new life, as you put it, is just killing Niles just because, you know what? It's something to do. Yeah. You put me here. I'm mad at you. Yeah. I'm going to keep killing you. Yeah. And I love some of the ways he's done it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they—they, they, I mean, the the montage of him dying—they're hilarious. It's yeah. Like, he's like being like tortured <laughs> with like jumper cables, waterboarded. Uh, then he
0: just pours gasoline in the pool. Nile swims in and lights it on fire. <laughs> uh, but it seems like bow and arrows is his favorite thing yeah, to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. He shoots him with bow and arrows a lot. Um,
0: yeah. Uh, but yeah. So and and I like how Andy explains how. You know, I think he thinks it's revenge, but, but I don't know. Uh. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, as you said, it
1: none you of it matters. It doesn't matter. So nothing uh, matters. Yeah, nothing matters. The movie.
0: So, which brings me to my my point of J.K. Simmons. So, during the film, we get this montage of which we'll we'll talk about a little bit of Sarah and Niles just since nothing matters, they were just gonna do whatever they want. They Steal a plane. Yep. They ruin the wedding multiple times. Yep. Just because why? It's gonna it'll be fine. They'll reset. Yeah. Um they <laughs> give each other fake tattoo or uh uh tattoos with fucking <laughs> uh like a, a safety clip. pin. Yeah. yeah. Uh just having a grand old time. And during this time we haven't really seen Roy. Yeah. And then Roy shows up, and this is the only question I have. Roy shows up. As a police officer.
1: Oh, and with his beard shaved and he dyed his mustache. Yeah. I think it was like a disguise. I, I think that's what it was.
0: I think yeah, I think he was getting a little creative, but the question is, is did he steal the cop car?
1: Maybe he's a cop, you know? Like, I don't know. Like, like he he's never, actually a cop? Yeah. And, huh. Maybe, but... Cause, yeah, because we don't know a lot about Roy. But I also like to think that, yeah, he stole the cop car. This <laughs> is all just for a bit.
0: Yeah. You know? Well, Because, again, nothing matters. So. Yeah, well, Sarah trying to help uh niles because she thinks that niles needs to confront him uh runs him over i'm assuming probably breaking his spine probably um but he ends up in the hospital and and if you had been paying attention during the movie you'll remember niles says nothing's worse than dying slowly in the icu yeah because as, and what I love is that they establish very early on is that pain in this world is very real. Yeah. Yes, everything we do, it doesn't matter, but we remember what happens. Yeah. We remember the pain, and we have to deal with it. Yeah. Um, and so, so my theory on that is while J.K. Simmons was in the hospital, and they wouldn't let him go to sleep because they were worried he was going to go into a coma... My theory is that very briefly time started back up again for him. Okay. And so he was going day by day. Until I'm assuming probably at some point
1: mm-hmm.
0: he was probably taken off, then his day reset.
1: Interesting. That's
0: my that's my interpretation okay. anyway. Just because don't get mad at me. I might. I've seen a lot of Doctor Who. Oh god. And there's an episode sort of like that where it's not really a loop, but time is frozen. Mm and then once two forces get together like these two characters get together like closer to each other time starts to restart again so that's how i understood it now your theory also sounds right of uh, for him maybe getting in the hospital the day was going to reset for him until he finally either Died or fell asleep, then he would wake back up in Irvine.
1: Well, and you know, or it could have just been like he was just complaining that it was such a long, painful day, right? Yeah, it doesn't even need to be. He was stuck there for several rounds of that day, you know, because right. that wouldn't make sense either. Because then people would walk in and be like, "Who the fuck are you?" True. You know I mean? Yeah. Right, right. Right. Right.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. I don't know, man. It's I'm
0: kind of glad you brought that up, but that's but like I said, that's my interpretation yeah. of it. That that for him. Since he couldn't go to sleep, um, time started to pass normally for him, mm-hmm. which meant that he had to feel all that pain rather than the pain being over the day restarts, right, and it's fine. Right. But I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. But anyway, no so ow, I got to am just a little bit. Sorry, everyone. So, okay. It's loud. I know it is loud. Mm. So, Jeremy. Yes, sir um what was something about the time loop that you really liked
1: i really like in this instance uh which is a unique take on this that nothing they do no matter what lessons they learn no matter how good of a person they become it doesn't matter right it's not based on you're a bad person Until you're a good person, you're gonna stay in this time loop like Groundhog Day, right? Right. Um, I like that it's just like this is it, you know? Like it's this thing that happened, and you know we weren't bad people going into it, and it doesn't matter if we become better, which they try.
0: Yeah, Sarah's like, you know, what if this is a karma thing? Like, what if time is? Yeah. You know, we have to earn our way out, and I love guy. And she's like, you know, you really tell me you've never thought about this, and he's like no, I've never thought about the multiverse. (laughs) Implying like, you don't think he's probably tried that? Yeah. Um, And that's something I I really love too. Like the movie has a lot of really good setups, just like predestination in my opinion. Like Mm -hmm. they set this up and then they pay it off. Yeah. Um, So like with Sarah's whole, you know, it's a karma thing. Yeah. And, you know, Andy's like, well, if this truly is a karma thing, then what's the most selfless thing you can think of? Yeah. And she admits to her sister on her wedding day, she slept with her soon-to-be brother-in-law. Oh, boy. Oh, spoiler. Oh. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, but and I love how they set that up. Yeah. You know, she whispers it to, um, Yeah. don't remember Sarah, Sarah's character's uh, sister's name. Hang on. It'll come to me. Hang on. Talia. Yeah. Um, Tala. But all we hear Tala say is, are you joking right now? And, see, and I knew it was something serious. I was yeah. like, "Hmm," mm. but I wasn't expecting it to be, yeah, that she yeah. boned her student to be
1: brother in law. Yeah, um,
0: and then, uh, and then the immediate next
1: scene is, it didn't work. Nothing matters. <laughs> Did Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, exactly. So I like that. I like that it wasn't, it it, it wasn't you know uh, that they had to learn right the lesson. exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. And see, something I really loved about it is that they do remember, I mean, like, it is the case in most time loop movies is that they remember of course, what they learned, but I really like how they used it, especially with, like, Sarah towards the end of the movie, where she's literally learning quantum mechanics and right. time loops, and she's retaining all the information. Yeah. I was like... I was like, of course, why wouldn't she? But that's right. really cool how they're doing
1: it. And to think of how long that must have taken, too. Yeah, so how this many, is how the many thing, loops
0: she had to go through. This is the
1: thing I love about time loop movies that could be used in a very dark, dramatic way is how long they're there. So right. So... Uh, I read that uh, Niles is probably there for about 40 years. Holy shit. Um, I've read Groundhog Day could be hundreds of years. It took
0: him hundreds of years to finally learn to be a good person.
1: Um, Yeah, I think it was... uh, Harold Ramis said that he was there for, you know, a hundred years or something like that. That's wild. Which is... You can't fathom. Yeah.
0: Everything he had to go through.
1: It's, you know... Okay, so it would be like living an entire lifetime and then still being able to keep living after that's done. Right. Right. Um, so the fact that Niles has been living 40 years in this time loop and he only looks 30. Right. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. And so I, I love thinking about the idea of how long people are there
0: Um, in these time loops. We should mention to the audience when you're in a time loop, you don't age. Well, yeah. And you don't, obviously you don't die. As mouse says, <laughs> done a lot of suicides. And I just love oh, how he's just, just so like...
1: <sighs> I kind of, which it would have been too much like Groundhog Day, but I kind of would have wanted a montage of suicides. Uh, just a quick
0: little like, oh, slid his wrist. Oh, shot himself. Yeah. um, You know, that is that is something very interesting. I apologize, everyone. My wife just ordered food and it's getting here. So if you hear that, I apologize.
1: <coughs> That's her stupid dog, Hazel.
0: Um, but no, that is a good point but to bring up doctor who again cuz there is an exact one like that where the doctor is caught in a time loop. Yeah. But it is it, but his time loop is meant to be more we need information out of you and then you can leave the time loop. Uh but he refuses uh. and he's in there for I think they say like in the next cuz he eventually gets out. He he fights his way out of the loop cuz he figures out how to get out. Uh the next episode I think they say that he's in there for like five billion years. What? Well, of course, it's meant for TV, so it's meant to be overdramatic. Yeah. But
1: what? I don't like that.
0: ref- That's too long. He refuses to be. He refuses to give this information. So he's like, I'll keep reliving this day. But the difference is, is that he actually doesn't remember what happened the day before.
1: Oh. So he has
0: to keep. He literally is looping every oh, day. Okay. Um, but anyway. So, but you yeah, no. But I, 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 love, I love that you said that because that, that would be a really cool way to do a very darker take on a time loop. Because I would say most time loop movies out there are fairly lighthearted
1: and, and comedic, comedic. You know, right? I mean, obviously, not Russian Doll, but uh, yeah. I okay. mean, it's sort of a dark comedy, but yeah. Um, those of you who watch Russian. I don't remember a thing about it besides that it's a time loop and... Uh, oh, and there's that
0: one Marlon Wayne's movie that he, like, wakes up naked in an elevator. That's, that's
1: a time loop movie?
0: Yeah. I did not know that. Oh, and there's a, there's another one that was on Hulu
1: that seems fairly interesting. There's a lot of time loop movies. Yeah,
0: I'm sure if you just Google time loop movie, it would be like,
1: oh my god. Oh my god, yeah. Or time loop episodes, like Supernatural is a great time loop episode with the mystery spot. Um where Dean uh, keeps dying and it's the same day over and over. Um Oh right, but it's a different
0: deaths. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. dies in
1: different ways, but the day keeps resetting for Sam.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the one where it starts with uh Heat of the Moment heat by of the Asia. Moment. Yeah, yeah, Asia. Right. <laughs> yes, Asia Yes, 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 But yeah, yeah, Um but yeah, that would be so interesting to see.
1: Well, and it's just the, the Un, I guess it would be uh, the unfortunate passions of time. I, I'm really fascinated by um, one of my favorites that really makes you know it, it really makes the movie great for me is AI when, mm. when he's underwater for 2,000 years looking at that statue, looking at the statue. Yeah. Right? I, I mean, oh, it's so sad. I <laughs> I love that movie and a lot of people don't but I love AI and so I feel like we've talked about
0: it before about how anyway yeah no where we see like Spielberg actually has time pass him by and like we see the oceans
1: yeah and rise and fall Ben Kingsley's narration over it you know about how all these things have changed and how he has just stayed down there and since he's a robot he doesn't die really he just freezes down there right yeah um, so anyway, it's the what I call the unfortunate passage of time. This it's a lot of time in most cases, and it's it's bad news, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so living in a time loop for just forty years, which is less than you know, like Groundhog Day, like I right. was saying, um, is just so depressing to me. Yeah, uh,
0: that he, Niles was essentially.
1: Losing a good chunk of his life. He's seventy years old up here. Yeah, you know, um, it's it's sort of like I guess in that stupid show my dad likes, The Umbrella Academy. Oh,
0: where five <laughs> is actually a fifty-year-old man in a twelve-year-old's yeah. body.
1: <sighs> Dude, you gotta watch the show. It's no. great. No, I watched the first season. Um, season two is great though. Okay, so <laughs> it's kind of like that, right? Where right. you know. Even though
0: he still looks like a young man in his head, he his brain is seventy.
1: Yeah, so I mean, we could also bring up like vampire films, um, where immortality is is used in very unique ways. There's a Jim Jarmusch film, The Only Lovers Left Alive, mm-hmm. uh, with Tom Hiddleston and Tilda Swinton, and I feel like you've told me about this. Yeah, thing. and they're they're smart; they know about everything they can do anything they can fix anything because they've lived so long and accumulated so much knowledge that um you know they're experts on he's an expert on guitars and music history uh but you know like they had plumbing problems and he went and fixed it because why not learn how we're here forever you know and so uh i like when so when she is learning quantum quantum physics Yeah. yeah um I like that I like that she was using the time loop To learn how to get out of it And learn it in a scientific way And I, I like that Yeah and you know and, and
0: and maybe it's because You know we saw in You know Tenet This way of using time But trying to explain it Very realistically Yeah Because uh, you know Tenet and this movie came out in the same year you know, I, that was something else I really liked about Palm Springs is that they really tried to explain it in a realistic sense.
1: Yeah. In a, in a, yeah. You know, yes, of course, time travel, you know. We're and getting, time loops is, <laughs> time loops is essentially, as we know right now, impossible. Yeah. So.
0: Who knows? You know, we might be actually in a giant time loop. Yeah, no. <gasps> this is it. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, you know, and but this also brings me to another point of why I want to talk about this movie. So for them, they're re- stuck reliving the same day over and over and over again. But what about for everyone who is not in the loop? You know, because if they're stuck in this loop, does that mean for everyone else, Sarah and Niles are gone? Are gone.
1: Yeah, I think about that sometimes. So, and and I think about it in other instances of science fiction as well. Mm-hmm. So not just time loops. Um, <laughs> Excuse me. But... Uh, but also in certain time travel scenarios mm-hmm. where, especially in Back to the Future. Um, Shout out to our Back to the Future episodes. Einstein is put in the DeLorean and sent back one minute into the into the future, right? Right. That one minute passes for them, mm-hmm. but not for Einstein. Einstein was gone for that one minute.
0: Yeah, he did not exist. Did not exist,
1: yeah. Therefore, when they go to 2015, are they miss? Are they a missing persons case? Right? Are they hmm. are they missing? Right? Are they gone? And so, but before, but they're not though. Because Marty's an old man. Oh fuck. That doesn't make any sense. But anyway, um, so it's almost like they didn't I, follow their own rule.
0: I, yeah, because it's almost like. Hang on, everyone. We'll get back to Pump Springs. <laughs> it's almost like what, they're, what, what, what they did in Back to the Future is fuck, dude. We should have, man. We really should have thought about that. We should have that. thought about that when we did that episode. I know. Well, we can't. That episode's almost two years old now. We're smarter now. <laughs> Doing this for two years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, because it's almost like they're implying that when Doc and Marty travel to the future, I'm going to use click as an example. Almost like there is a Ew. version of them. Oh, I know. But it's almost like there's a version of them still behind yeah. living the time that they're jumping from. Right. But if then that were the case, even for Einstein, that one minute, even jumping over one minute, there would have been a
1: copy. There would have been of, another Einstein. That
0: then the one minute one would have caught up with. So anyway... Son of a bitch! <laughs> so anyway... So I think like, about that sometimes. I, I wanted this episode to get into that, but I didn't think we would get that deep into it.
1: Like, so... You're right. Are they gone? Um. So then, if we want to follow Zemeckis' logic, there's copies... Yeah, which which Zemeckis logic? There's two, but anyway. Okay, well...
0: Yeah, well, it's Back to the Future Two yeah. Zemeckis logic, nah. it's and Bob Gale logic. Yeah, there is a copy of them. I'm just gonna use copy as an example. Yeah, of them still living the life that they, because I would then say that then the the Niles and Sarah that are trapped in the loop mm-hmm. obviously are the real ones,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then the the copies are living their lives. Mm-hmm. And then when they break out, all of the knowledge that they've accumulated in this time catches up. Yeah. Now, maybe I'm now, but then again, the, oh, fuck, dude. This is kind of like, <sighs> <laughs> see, now that I well, now that I've thought this, it's almost like a Schrodinger's cat. Mm-hmm. Because then if that's true, if there are copies of them that are living their lives, when they get out of the loop this is almost now a multiverse because now Sarah and Niles are out of the loop because for them it's the very next day.
1: Yeah, so um, yeah. <laughs> that would have been a really cool idea. It would have been a really cool idea for when they Let's wake turn up. Let's
0: Muttley there for a second.
1: When they when they turn in, when they uh, wake up, it's however long they've been into the future, right? right. However long they've been gone. Uh, that would have been cool, but um, like they
0: wo- they wake up and it's been forty. It's years, been forty years. Yeah, but their bodies are the same.
1: That would have been really interesting, but um, I you know I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around the copy idea. I do okay. like the idea of when they reset, it is a new universe, a new version of that universe that's exactly the same except for them, right? Um, okay. Which means there are forty years worth of universes. Of- that is that's a multiverse theory of course um, so it, there's it, there is a, um, a great Rick and Morty episode about that where uh, Morty has the reset oh, button I, I
0: did. I, as soon as you said it I was like that kind of sounds like the reset button yeah. episode I fucking love that episode yeah. but see but here's the thing with that episode though that episode Morty is taking the place of another Morty that dies that dies prestige or that,
1: or that he is killing to then take by, his bu- by clicking the button right right
0: and as rick explains it's a it's the prestige it's the prestige the
1: prestige morty <laughs>
0: um you've been
1: prestiging yourself
0: um
1: <laughs> but if that were
0: the case then that would mean that
1: sarah and niles have been killing versions of themselves they have been that, well, that's true well, yeah. but of course not every time um yeah, so, I mean, it's. I think it would be impossible, especially for two people who do not have science degrees, uh, to try to someone, figure this out. Someone out there, um,
0: pull a Charlie from It's Always Sunny, get us a board, and send it to us. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So we can us. see
0: if maybe any of our theories actually make any sense. Yeah, because I don't know. I mean... Because that is wild to think about, because, you know... So we're going to jump ahead. Perfect example, Sarah and Niles do get out of the loop. And for them, in that moment, they get out of the loop, it is the very next day. Yeah, it's the next part. So they have been living November 10th over and over again, or November over 9th, or 9th. Yeah. for 40 years. For them, as soon as they get out, it's November 10th. Yeah. Uh, which I love very comedically, like, the family shows up, oh, I guess they come home November 10th. <laughs> um, but then we get a nice mid credit scene with Roy because, and I like that they told us, like, well, hey, like, what happens to Roy now?
1: Right. And it, we get a little bit of that when she's on the phone. Right. Because right. that's who she's calling. Yeah. She's calling we, of
0: course, wrong. we don't know. Right. I mean, they did a good job of being like, oh, and sorry about all that, sorry by the way. Sorry about,
1: you know. And they're like, but who is she apologizing
0: to? Yeah. Because she knows, though, while in the loop, because now that Sarah is a expert on quantum physics. Right. She knows that if she leaves him a voicemail, it'll stay on his phone. Yeah. Which is wild. That That's is another wild. wild thing to think about. Yeah, I
1: didn't. I, I wasn't sure I was completely on board with that idea that it would stay on his phone. But I don't know. Maybe it does. I don't know. Anyway,
0: so then Roy shows up and he finds Niles, and he should have known something was up because he's wearing a tux. Because he's wearing a tux. Because as far as we've seen Niles since he's just given up, he's been in a Hawaiian shirt and swim shorts, <laughs> um, and rocking it. By the way, like, yeah, he's been he's been rocking it. For 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, and he tells him, like, that's a pretty wild theory. Do you think it'll work? And Niles has no idea who he is. Right. Which means it did work. Which means it did work, but then that implies that in the loop, it also resets the people. Yeah. So that means this version of Niles. Is the first version of is Niles. Is the original. Yeah, the original Niles. Which is. Has more implications,
1: right? Because wouldn't that <laughs> wouldn't that Niles end up going into the cave, uh, or maybe not, or maybe not? Ah, uh, dude. See, like I said, I really we haven't wa- even talked about the dinosaurs. So, oh yes, um,
0: <laughs> yes. As where Niles explains his, which I'm just now realizing. Do you think they they called him Niles because his attitude is very just nihilistic, nihilistic. Hey, I don't care that's too on the nose I Nothing don't like mattered. that kind of writing I don't anyway. know though but when he's explaining the Twix concept about how all of this that's in my belly I don't care about that now yeah you know, anyway so he and Sarah have a very insightful conversation about relationships and love and you know when you get to know someone you have to know everything about them the good the bad which I agree yeah you, you do need to know those things going in um, and they're high on mushrooms, which I love that's such a good throwaway line. These are excellent mushrooms um, and then they see long necks crossing the desert, and Niles goes, That's new um, so
1: what what do you what do you think about that? Well, we see them again yeah at the end we, of the movie.: Yeah, we see them again in that sweeping shot uh, of the desert um, when when they get out of the loop, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know, because uh, it's sort of like... Oh, I have a great example, but it's it's a future episode for this season. So I don't know oh, and you I don't know.
0: want to spoil it for me? No.
1: Or it, it's just... Enemy, by the way. Oh. <laughs> uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. And Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh. Uh, nice. Directed by Denis Villeneuve. <gasps> anyway. Shout out to Dune! Dune! So, I'm trying to think of another example where you're kind of... It's like almost like time is looping back on itself kind of thing. Maybe. It's like that Futurama episode. See, I didn't know we were going to go this nerdy with our... (laughs) But anyway, it's like that Futurama episode where... um, What, do you not want the people to know that we're Futurama fans? Oh, we're huge Futurama fans, but... And American Dad fans. Um when they're in that time machine machine that looks like the machine from Time Machine, Um, (laughs) (laughs) where it moves through time but not space, so it stays in the same spot.
0: Right, Um, yes.
1: Which is how the time machine works in the movie Time Machine. And Uh, also in technically Back to the Future. And in Back to the Future, right? Time, not space. Um, they, They miss the... They they accidentally go to they go too far forward right right and then, as
0: was what happens in the time machine
1: and then they keep going forward and going forward and then eventually it loops back around right right um maybe <laughs> well I mean I'm gonna use something
0: that we before I before I move on you finished Loki right I did okay good yeah. As we learned in Loki, I'm going to use Loki because how they explain time travel is very interesting. Spoilers for Loki. Spoilers, yes. Spoilers for Loki. Uh, if anyone there hasn't seen it. We'll, we'll do this
1: when he's done talking about Loki so we'll, you can fast forward.
0: Well, and then for the listening audience, uh, uh, we'll, I don't know, snap or something. Yeah, that's <gasps> not going to work. <laughs> or we'll just say, hey, we're done talking about Loki now. Yeah. Um, anyway, Uh. But I love how they explain time in that as that time is in an infinite ring looping back on itself and all happening at once
1: mm-hmm.
0: so, I mean it's very interesting because you know they yeah. had Rick and Morty writers working on Loki yeah so
1: that's an interesting concept because I feel like that wasn't as much of a spoiler as I thought
0: well <laughs> what did you think I was gonna be like we see Jonathan <gasps> uh, Nothing. <gasps> anyway, uh, yeah, no. We I, find out who who, who uh, he
1: who remains is. We we're done talking about Loki now. We're done talking about Loki. Now. We're not
0: talking about Loki now. Um, but I mean that is cause that is something, and I appreciate uh, as we pointed out, we really like this movie. Yeah. But that's something they don't explain, and mm-hmm. not that I want them to explain no. why there's dinosaurs, but <laughs> at the same time, it's like maybe just a smidge, just like. But it is it is wild to think about that out of nowhere especially for in the context of the movie Niles has never seen this right and you know he as he's implied throughout the entire movie like he knows when the earthquake happens he knows yeah. when this is going to happen you know cuz he's lived this day so much but then this is new to him
1: i really like when he uh he starts uh, mimicking his girlfriend and they saying the exact same thing so like you
0: know everything for a long time <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go. I just uh, Misty is the worst. Yeah, she's the worst. But she's also the she's also one of the funnier like off characters. Like just her her catchphrase. Wait, what? (laughs) I yeah, I love it. Yeah, Uh, she's fun. But yeah, you know it's that yeah yeah. I didn't think we were gonna get this deep into (laughs) into time and.
1: Well, but the implications of this idea of um, of a time loop. Well, and and then now,
0: okay, going back to the Rick and Morty episode, would you say, like at the end of that episode, you know, Rick combines all the universes and people know what Morty has done, right? Um, would oh, you say when they get out, do you think people know what they've done now that they're out? Now, now, do you think now that they're out, time is just going to move on right. like normal for
1: the day? Like, the day they actually got out of the loop, mm-hmm. that day sticks, but...
0: Oh, right, right. So, like, as yeah. Sarah says, you know, let's not do anything too crazy. Let's just get through the day, yeah. and then we can get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah,
1: I think that makes more sense to me in my brain. Like, um, so, like, you that think... Only that day will stick. Yeah.
0: That, you know, that they, you know, that Sarah gave this great speech, and... It's just mo- like
1: Groundhog Day. <gasps>
0: um... Yeah, yeah, and I like to think that that you know she gave this great speech at her sister's wedding, warned her brother in law like, like I'm not gonna tell her, but don't fuck this up. Yeah. Um, which I was a little disappointed in that she was still gonna be like, you know, I'm not, I won't tell her about what happened if you don't. Yeah. But. Yeah.
1: But also her warning kind of makes up for that, you know, like, and you know, not every, you know, okay, so. <laughs> Again, it's sort of that um, that one eighty concept. I don't like. Um, I also don't like when um, when characters apologize unnecessarily. For everything, you know, it's like people don't do that, you know. That's true. And so I, I do. I actually like that she didn't ended up doing it because she was like, it's it's not going to cause anything but pain and suffering for the family. And Might then, as
0: well, you and, know. She's happy
1: now. Yeah, and I'm going to wake up tomorrow and have to deal with all that, which would be my selfish thought. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> well, but. The only the only kind of selfless thing she does is not announcing it to the family oh, you when know, she yeah. pulls the oh, microphone right. down. Right, is right, like right, right, right. Letting him know, like, I'm being serious. Yeah.
1: Don't fuck this up. Right. Um, yeah. Dude, she threatened Superman. Isn't it, isn't it crazy? I read that they made him less ripped in the shower because it was too distracting for audiences because of how cut he is.
0: Yo, yeah, dude, because, I mean, because, you know, the CW was like, look, Stephen Amell, uh, he set that bar too high for what uh, superheroes got to look like. So you got to look like Stephen Amell. And he was like,
1: all right, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So in the show, they did a little color timing to make the shadows less pronounced. So it's more of a flatter stomach and body. But uh, (laughs) because they showed it to audiences and it was too distracting. (laughs) Or they were afraid it was going to be too distracting. Uh, Because she was... Melodic. She was having a, I think that's your name, um, was giving a great performance. Yeah, you
0: know? like, you know, what we did was terrible and awful. We were both shitty people. Yeah. And we deserve everything that's coming to us. Yeah. And I just love how he makes it about him. Yeah, he's just what so <laughs> Like, oh, what do, we, what do we do? That's so stupid. Ashley loves her, like, okay, I'm going to go. Right,
1: and okay. then you hear him go, like, i become my dad. Yeah, exactly. that made me laugh pretty hard. Because she's just like, okay, I'm going to go. Okay, go. but yeah, apparently he was too ripped for That's fucking funny. Yeah, that is funny. Um <laughs> it's a cool problem to have, I guess. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, ever apparently they didn't tell Yaya about that in Candyman Man. You know. They
1: can't tell Yaya, you know, you can't You can't you can't tell <laughs> You can't Black put Ma- a leash on that.
0: You can't tell Black Manta or, you know, Doctor Manhattan that uh hey, you know, my man or as Troy says, you know, put down those weight, pick up them brushes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, 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 you can't do that, but that's that's really funny, yeah. Um, okay, so we've spent all this time talking about the implications of the loop, yeah, and we haven't really talked about really the, I mean, we have talked about the movie, the movie, but we haven't really talked about the movie itself and how the comedic timing with everyone in the film is fantastic, yeah. You know, yes, Andy is a great comedian, but he
1: he almost has Ferris Bueller vibes by how cool he is, oh, yeah, dude, right? he's
0: so cool, like, yeah. Like, he loves his burritos.
1: Loves his burritos.
0: And I love how he takes that guy's hat off in one of the loops, like, I can do anything. Yeah. Come on, burrito truck is open up. <laughs> or, um, one of my favorite bits in the movie is when she's asking, when she's kind of getting her footing of it, and she asks him, like, has he hooked up with anyone? Right. And he's like, I do. He's like, I have, but it takes a lot of work. And he starts to tell her the stories of the few people he's hooked up with. Like uh the barmaid, and what kills me is how he climaxes when she tells him how the guy she hit with her car <laughs> might never walk again. And he's just like, <gasps> <laughs> um, I love that he even tries with Tala. Yeah, <laughs> just the whole like, can I have this dance? It's the first dance.
1: Yeah, and that's a deal breaker. That's a deal breaker. I just love like, and with the guy too. yeah like, Oh, you fucked Jerry? I actually, he fucked me. Yeah. It be some <laughs> It's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know how it works. Yeah,
0: I how it works. <laughs> oh, and I just love how he decides. Like, you know what? I'm also gonna fuck with you too. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And your dad. And then I love that the, it's not just like a quick, like, no, I'm just joking. We actually see potentially what's about to happen. And I love that actor who plays He's her great. Dad. He,
1: yeah. Um, I think I first saw him when I was a kid. Mr. Mr. Deeds. Deeds.
0: Yeah. If anyone's seen Mr. Deeds, I don't yeah. remember his character's name, but he's... He's also Schmidt's dad.
1: Yes. Because
0: yeah. uh, we all know our audience loves New Girl. Yeah, they do. And how Jess admits that she made out with him. And he's yeah. just like,
1: oh... It's my dad, <laughs> but uh, he is great. I yeah,
0: I he's a great character actor, and he plays the uh, the really good like, um, protective father. Yeah, you know, uh, when when Sarah's first trying to understand like what happened, and she's she, like you know, uh, I don't uh, I don't understand the question,
1: and her stepmom's like, oh my god, are you on drugs again? <laughs> um, I I liked that. The thing that made me laugh about him the most is after the speech, or maybe it was the vows or something that was so oh, dumb. He immediately oh, oh, the, the
0: uh, officiate is like, you know, to oh, keep the right. boat afloat, and he's just like, <laughs>
1: and he immediately bursts into tears. Yeah, it's that so right fucking hard. funny, <laughs> and and because Niles
0: is just like, <laughs> ugh.
1: everyone should have been, ugh, oh, yeah. It was and so his,
0: bad. The, okay, the officiate is a douchebag. <laughs> yes, that's and a cool suit though. Well, and I just love how. He's got his cocaine like in his breast pocket. Yeah. Because as we see, because when Niles just walks up and takes it out, like, yep, yeah, I got it. I got Let's it. Go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's a douchebag. Yeah. He is. Um, Big time. Oh, and I love how in the middle of the reception, they're all like take a break to all have cocaine. Yeah. And uh, Abe, the the groom's like Misty's boyfriend. You want some of this? And he just like slumps over. That's a hard no. Okay. It's hard no. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: Missy's boyfriend.
0: Yeah, and I, like I said, I, I find that so funny. Especially because it's probably annoying for Niles, considering that they will never know his name. Right. Yeah. And they just know him as, even he says it later on when he's trying to find Sarah,
1: yeah, Missy's boyfriend. And, like, and they're like, oh. Uh, I really like that actor who's... Um, who freaks out about the earthquake? Oh, and the, Randy, his character. Um, he's hmm. been in a lot of stuff. I should have never left the Great Lakes. He used to be a writer on uh, I think Seth Meyers, um, but he's also married to A.D. Bryant. Uh, who's, really? Uh, yeah. I love A.D. Bryant. Yeah. Um, uh, that's he's that's Connor or something.
0: He's fucking funny. This like when Niles is all like, you know, seriously, where's Sarah? And he's like, you know, I don't, I don't feel safe with him I'm here. Feel, safe? <laughs> you know, I think we should like call the cops or something it was... Because I don't feel safe with him. But I just love his whole, like, I never should have left the Great Lakes. <laughs> and they're, like, trying to calm him down. And he's like, all right, I'm, I'm good now. I'm good now. Uh, yeah, man. The, the, and I think that's what I love so much about the movie is that it's just, it's, and as I've said many times on the show, it's it's good, smart humor. Yeah. Like, it's not just, like, goofy, like, oh, you know, fart joke here kind of humor. Right. It's It's really good, smart humor.
1: Yeah. Like, um, Yeah, the style of comedy I really like. And like
0: so. when uh, he's playing darts with Darla and he's going to win. And she's like, don't you know how to hustle? He's like, I'm an honest man, Darla. I mean, you're going to lose this game, but you can keep your money. <laughs> it's so funny. Or uh, when he steals the bartender's keys because the bartender calls him a child. And he's like, I'm a fucking adult, Ted with the pickup truck.
1: <laughs> I do like he calls him Ted with the pickup truck.
0: And uh, yeah, it's it's so good, and especially oh, I don't, don't do sneeze. it. Oh my God, <gasps> you're gonna blow out our listeners' ears! Oh <laughs> God, dude, everyone just saw you have like a mini exorcism.
1: I did, yeah. Oh, and that's I not hate. a that's not a joke because he's Catholic. Right? I hate sneezing so much. So do I. It's oh, annoying. Oh, I hate it. This is
0: the we hate sneezing podcast now.
1: Yeah, welcome to the I hate sneezing podcast.
0: It's like the uh, it's like the the website that. Elliot starts up in Scrubs, the IHateCox.com, and it, she's like, it's just a bunch of lesbians. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, man, the movie's awesome, especially for a first-time director. Yeah. Uh, the director of the film, I apologize if you're watching or listening. Yeah, I don't think he is. You don't uh, think so? I don't think so. <sighs> Damn. I mean, you know, because this movie did so good. Now, everyone wants him to direct stuff. Yeah, dude.
1: Everybody wants a And he's about
0: to come a household name, even though I don't know his name. Yeah. But he did great. You I'll know, you. first time, you know, because you can tell when it's a first-time director. Although, I will I maintain the um, that some first-time directors can surprise you. Like this one. Okay.
1: Are you looking so, up his name? yeah. It is uh, Kristen Mil- Militoni. Oh, her Bill name Naughty. It doesn't matter uh, I was wrong I was thinking of Christopher Milani uh, Oh, yeah of SVU um, And the uh, the guy from Mr. Deeds is Peter Gallagher Yes And uh, it's Max Barbico. Yes uh, Is yes. the director um, So Does that help? <laughs> sure Okay um, Should have had this open from the get-go We're so <laughs> stupid I'm Sorry Well, so, Jeremy, are you ready to wrap up? up, I am. Um, Here's an oops I forgot. Oops I forgot. Um, I really, you know, they didn't get into it as much, uh, but the idea of having to wake up every day to the mistake you made, which is Sarah's predicament, which is probably her main motivation of breaking this loop, you know? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, she just hates having to wake up and, you know. And see her future brother this mistake that yeah. she's made right over and over and over again um you know they didn't really dive into that as much as i might have you
0: know uh you so what you're saying is if you had the shot of directing this you would have been like no she's gonna she's gonna constantly yeah wake up and he's gonna be like hey i think you should leave yeah
1: yeah or something you know what i mean no. but i like the reveal that we can tell she's uncomfortable there and then we get the the whole like you weren't in your room Right. Did you get up early or whatever? Yeah. yeah no, so she didn't because we saw her get up.
0: Right. Yeah. And it's it, it's finally when she's content after her and Niles, in her mind, have sex for the first time and yep. she's content, she rolls over and then we get the reveal that right, 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 she's right, in right, Abe's right. room Uh and you're like, <gasps> oh, and then we get the reveal that her and Niles have hooked up thousands of times. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah.
1: I, yeah, I see what you're saying that they should have. Uh, well, I don't know if they should have. It's just or, you know. or maybe had her ruminate with that a little bit more. Maybe because I feel like that was her big mo- big motivation of that. Yeah, Bleak as
0: of that. were <laughs> Niles just like
1: just wakes up and it's just it, like whatever.
0: It's oh, it's Misty.
1: It's with this dumb bitch. Yeah. Oh,
0: and I love that he. <laughs> this here's my oops, I forgot. I love that he knows exactly, like, depending on I guess his day how he feels like. like sure I'll have sex with Misty. He right. knows what to say. Yeah, to have sex with her. Even though, like, I don't know why he would want to, because it seems like she's not really yeah, into it. And then she's like, you know, like, I, I really can't start sweating. And, and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm trying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those are the loops I forgot. Cool. Yeah. So other than that, like, I, like I said, I really want to talk about the implications of being in a loop like what it means for everyone else outside the loop. Right, 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 right. And I feel like we did.
1: I feel like we we got, uh, we I mean, got, we, we didn't got, answer
0: any questions, but we... No, we probably made a lot of people
1: out there be like, shut the fuck up and get back to the movie. Yeah, probably. Probably. Uh, but this is the movie for me. This, I mean, you know... Yeah, yeah, really, I mean... Loop.
0: And it's just a fun movie, you yeah. know. I think, you know, Groundhog Day is, you know, set a precedent for time loop movies. Yeah. But this one, I think, you know, it's a good. it's a good... I wouldn't classify it as a rom-com, in my opinion. I mean, yes, Sarah and Niles fall in love. Yeah. I don't, but like I said, I don't see it as a rom-com. Okay. I just see it as a comedy. Yeah. A good sci-fi comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh... So, Jeremy. Yes, sir. What are we talking about next
1: week? Because this will be your final pick before our 100th episode. That is correct. Um, yeah, so, okay. So, I was mulling it over. Um... And you told me when we left, uh, Candyman that, uh... I was gonna be,
0: I was gonna dig it.
1: Yeah, and I was thinking about it and I was like, I don't think we can talk about this movie because it's the first two rules. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh no! Next week, we are discussing David Fincher's classic Fight
0: Club. Oh shit! Dude, Brad Pitt, I mean, Edward Norton, I mean, Brad
1: Pitt. I mean, uh, yeah. He's gonna burst through the door now. And be like, what did I just say? We are discussing Fight Club next week, so awesome. uh, I'm listening to the book. Um, you don't have to. I, I just I was this is before I even knew I was going to pick it. So um, awesome.
0: I, yeah. I I probably won't listen to the book if I'm being honest, yeah. uh, because it has actually been so long since I've seen Fight Club. I really don't remember anything about it.
1: What? That's I remember the
0: I remember the ending shot uh, of Project Mayhem, which we'll we'll get to, but that's about it. Well, and of course, obviously, the reveal of Tyler Durden himself not being real.
1: I <gasps> hope, uh, hope you guys like the Pixies, by the way, because... Uh... Oh, dude.
0: <laughs> um, and as as everyone knows, we are big fans of David Fincher. Huge David Fincher uh, fans. If you didn't realize that when we did Zodiac. Right, I mean... Uh, yeah, man, I'm excited. Great way to get ready for our 100th for episode. Our 100th, yeah. Uh, now, again... Just want to touch on that before we before we close yeah. out the episode. Um, Jeremy and I are trying to get everything prepared for that because uh, we want it to be special because it is our one hundredth episode. Yep, hard to believe we've done hundred of these. Yep. Yeah. but uh, it may be delayed. Maybe, maybe. Um, we will keep you guys up to date. It may not come out right after Fight Club. Yeah, because my stupid sweater's not in yet. Neither is mine. Um, We were going to get new ones, but then... Gosh. I I don't know about you, but at least for Amazon,
1: for me, it was being
0: not difficult, but unrealistic. Well,
1: I bought two. Why'd you buy two? Because I realized when I bought the first one, it was a medium, but it was a Japanese medium, which is an American small. Uh. And so I needed a large, and so I had to order the large... So. Yeah, well, I'll have to return it eventually.
0: But well, see, I was, that's what I was gonna do, but then Amazon was like, "Okay, yeah, you gotta get it, gotta get it back to us." But I'm like, I don't even know when it's gonna get here. I don't have it yet. But, uh, but anyway, just just to touch on that real quick, we'll probably touch on it more next week when we do Fight Club. Yeah. But anyway, well, we hope you guys enjoyed this trip into <laughs> time loops. Yeah, time loops, time loop trip uh, of Palm Springs, and we'll see you guys next week for Fight Club. Fight Club.